0: Aloha! What is going down, everyone? It's time for MojoBreak.com, The Hype, episode number 246. million dollar card we're going to discuss it was very hyped up name of the show we're going to discuss the details of that and what our opinion is there's a few people in this room that were very far off on that price so we're going to now that we have the data we're going to discuss that we've got some cards that are doing well in a down market that we'll be talking about Uh, we also have 2021 Topps chrome platinum anniversary baseball it's about a year late but hey it's here it came out today we're going to discuss the checklist couple big chases in that price Product. Also, I'll let you guys know if you're going to want to buy into a break at mojobreak.com, whether it be flawless, whether it be the new platinum anniversary, we got a code for 15% off code bell, B-E-L-L, code bell, save 15% off on any break on mojobreak.com for a very limited time so we put these out on our podcast so uh they they are flash sales so uh 50 off is a lot it means ramen for the rest of us around here when you use that code but we want to give it back to you guys so uh speaking of bell there's some big news coming out in the sports card community a big release that i don't think any of you guys have heard about the, me and cody planned this prior to the show and it is a doozy guys taco bell selling a giant cheese it
1: <laughs> that is uh that's gonna be right up uh is that real yeah uh, yeah uh if you know anything about portnoy he's a huge fan of cheese it's oh wow! so this is gonna be this is gonna be a big deal for uh, for, for the barstool, wow. barstool guys interesting um that is a crunch wrap supreme right? and a tostada i believe uh yeah i'm not gonna lie they uh, it looks pretty good. I think t- I want to say Pizza Hut, and I think they're the same company, I think they're under the same umbrella. Is there going to be pizza Cheez Its? Pizza Hut came out with a pizza Cheez It, I was, think that's but it, correct. But it was, we didn't see it over here. You know, how they test it out at certain markets. Mm. Um, it it's never made up, it dude. over here, but yeah, I uh. Which one would you rock? The tostada? I think you got to go with the Crunch Rex. I mean, you got to go big I mean, Davis. pretty much they're both the same thing. There's no, there's there's a no tortilla flour on, tortilla on there. There's a tortilla one. on one. That's the great thing about Taco Bell is that they have like 30, 40 different items, but it's all the same. Six ingredients. So,
2: bravo to them for finally adding a new ingredient after what fifty years, 50, 60 years. Well, in they, business? they just,
1: they just borrowed the fine the fine Cheez It brand. Yeah, they probably. didn't like they didn't invent the Cheez It. No, no. Thank, but, you, thank um, you, Nabisco. I wonder. Yeah, Nabisco. Good good knowledge. I wonder if it tastes like a, <laughs> a Cheez It.
0: We'll have to see. I I, I, I will I will
3: be first in line. I would imagine it just, just, just tastes like
0: I do not I don't beer. I don't know
1: if you can just. It's like. They did a "Honey, I blew up the kids" and just put a cheese it in there, and that's
0: how they made it large. Yes, I don't think any of the people prior to the age of thirty know what movie you're talking about. There, really? Don't think so. You know the great because they had Rick, "Honey, Rick I Rick shrunk Moranis. the kids" and then yeah. you had "Honey, I blew up the kids," yep. and then
2: um, don't forget "Honey, we shrunk ourselves." Uh, yes, spin
1: off a few years straight later. straight to video. on Yeah, that I think one, it right? was. I think it was
0: <laughs> straight to VHS probably Betamax or VHS at that time. Uh, is Taco Bell the number one? Let's let's do a roundtable before we get into sports card talks, as we're losing listeners here because they came in for the sports cards, not Taco Bell. But we're talking about Taco Bell on the show. What is what is where does Taco Bell
3: rank amongst your favorite fast food places it's of all e- time? Not even close, man. It starts red. Okay, um, this is a very simple one for me. When they have the Mexican pizza, it's in the top three, possibly even top like one or two. But if they don't, if the Mexican pizza, like they haven't had the last year and a half until it came back, they're like, like well, I think maybe it's back. Top twenty. No, I think, no the, I think it's back. The Mexican pizza, uh, dude, it's the same thing. That, <laughs> no, it's that's it, no, the thing. No,
2: the Mexican pizza is back. Although I think they just sold out.
3: Yes, they're, yeah. they're
2: currently
1: they sold, sold out. out. They are, I, but sold they out. have, but they have the ingredients they to have, make it. Yeah, they can make me, it <laughs> if they
3: wanted to. They just don't want to anymore. Me, me and my wife ate it like, for when it, when it first came back, we ate it like every single night for like over a week. It doesn't travel very well. That's why. That's why. That's why it sold out. You can't do DoorDash on that one. you got to get it in you got to that's you're eating it as you are going through the drive-through. So that that's 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 my that's why I would rank it cuz th- that was such um you know Taco Bell was one of those places as a kid my parents would take us like maybe once a week to get to get that as one of our fast food places and do that Mexican pizza is just like ingrained in me. Cody, what, where does it rank on your uh your your all-time list of fast food.
0: I,
2: I think, you know what? I used to be a snob and be like, ah, why would you go to Taco Bell? There's like, especially being like in San Jose and the Bay Area, like there's a million amazing Mexican why restaurants. Would you only, go to- only, only Mexican
1: people are allowed to say that. By why way. would you go, why'd you go to La Vix when you go to Taco Bell? That's what I would say.
0: Fair enough. Well, that orange <laughs> sauce is undefeated. Still, well, but those I guess aren't considered fast food, right?
2: No. So. Yeah. Anyway, but nonetheless, I think I've come around to realize. You know what? Taco Bell holds its spot. Uh, and all around, it's 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 open later than most fast food restaurants. And what the really meal. What really sets it apart? The Baja Blast is is not only the best soft drink you can get at any fast food restaurant. It is maybe the best soda ever invented. That's an exclusive too. Exclusive. Now you can get it in stores now. Every once in a while, they'll have like a limited release in stores. But just just based on Baja Blast alone, it's top three.
1: Uh, Man, it's a straight up gold, is what it is. Number one. Number one in in my heart. Um, I had it, I cut out fast food for a long time. I had it on Monday. Just blew my mind. Like, literally blew my mind. What's up? Took you back? Took me back. It was, dude, so good, so good. Yeah, I mean, you know, everything
0: about it is good. I don't think I've had a bad meal at Taco Bell. I think it's my gold too. And I don't even, I don't even think
3: what I could, who I could put second, third, or fourth because I don't really like any of the rest of them. So, uh, dude, like, I mean, I get it, but without that Mexican piece, for me, it dropped. I I stop, I literally stopped eating Taco Bell. When the Mexican pizza disappeared, mm. see if they did Crunch Wrap for me. I might
0: it might be over, but there's so many good things on the menu. Cheesy Just a gordita bee-berry. crunch yes. is, is
2: solid.
3: Oh, as good as it gets. Okay, that, this reminds me of one thing. Now, now we're talking about Taco Bell. This this Taco Bell, Cody, it's got to be your number one, bro, because when we were in Vegas, you spent a oh, whole yeah. evening in the morning. I after all the, all the yeah, other not, events, not an, e- not
2: an evening three in the morning and they had to reset of course if you know the taco bell cantina in las vegas oh, it's packed. there there are some great taco bell cantinas but the one on the vegas strip is the one uh and yeah uh me and uh, joe over at mojo break gaming had to show him all the great things that vegas has to offer it was his first time so well we have to go to the taco bell cantina got there at three o'clock and the entire system had to reset so we were there <laughs> until three thirty, waiting in line did you get your baja blast Yes, I did, and I instantly regretted at 3:30. it. <laughs> it was I enjoyed it in the moment, and then as we were walking back to the hotel, we went bad idea, bad idea.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: um, throw a little vodka in that thing at that time of the hour. Yeah, it was bad.
1: <laughs> so good, yeah. so good, so bad, so good. I'd yeah. say I'd say Jack in a Box is definitely up on the podium, though. If if we're going like big time fast um, food, if, if, if we can
2: get off it after this, but uh, Carl's Jr. I think very under yeah. Chick Fil A,
1: I'd rank up there. It's climbing mm, my ladder. Chick Chick Fil A is. I just don't got the time, man. I can't can't wait
0: in that line. Too long. They Too long. You could DoorDash Chick-fil-A, thankfully. I don't know but, if it travels uh, well. Do, fast food doesn't travel well. No, it doesn't. That's what I'm saying. But Taco Bell, if you get like a burrito or a taco, it's fine. DoorDash. Um, not the Mexican pizza. It doesn't travel well. Soggy by the time you get it. Uh, but let's get into some baseball card talk. 2021. 20, yes, I said it. Top's Chrome Platinum Anniversary. I think we're looking for Wander. Eh. No. Are we looking for Neil... Cruise? Eh. Okay, no, we're going in the Wayback Machine. This took a long time for them to make. It's a 700-card base set. It is the 1952 design. The iconic Mickey Mantle is the design, and you've got a wide range of players, including all the 2021, 2021 rookies, which is Joe Adele, Ryan Mountcastle. So it's odd timing. I know we got solicited this, I think, a year and a half ago probably supply chain issues not sure why it took this long to camp come out but it's here you've got the hobby version that's on mojo Break. shop.com at 169 and you have the light that doesn't guarantee an autograph the hobby version does guarantee an autograph and the light version is at 89.99 if you just want to collect the parallels i believe there's four mini diamond parallels that are exclusive to the light uh version so um but yeah big checklist got a lot of old school players ty cobb uh you've got uh you know each team is well represented with some of their lineage of players like lincecum on the giants you've got the you know everybody that you could imagine except for wander franco and o'neill cruz and uh, i think the big chase right out of the gate besides some of the great autograph subjects they have is is the 2021 uh anniversary mickey mantle S, 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 S. I don't know. There might be 10 more S's on there. P, 1 in 11,416 packs this card is uh, available in. And it's 1 in 40 hobby cases, give or take. 1 in 40 hobby cases. There's only one currently on eBay right now uh, for $15,000. It is the iconic card. I don't think this card's been reprinted like this. Like I was just about r- to ask Recently. That. So is that the right price i mean what do we think these i, I end think
1: at? i think that goes it goes for a little bit less than that i think it might be a three or four thousand dollar card that sounds about right three or four thousand I, I think i think 15 grand i mean only one on ebay right now going for it you know pitch them high watch them buy
0: well, technique you can make an offer you could yeah i mean you want to I might. I mean, there's a certain point where at fifteen thousand. I mean, you could throw another five grand on there. You might go get a PSA one of the real thing. (laughs) Maybe thirty thousand. Double. Double the price. I guess that that's tried last
2: night. That's the real question. Would you rather have a PSA ten of this card or a PSA one of Mickey Mantle? PSA
0: one of the OG. Yeah, Yeah. without question. You know and oh, that's what's that's what's great about the 52 mantle is that it you you I mean you don't really even care about the grade you, you just want one you know I'll take a 1 I'll take a 0.5 I'll take
3: half a card you know that that is that in itself is the what you just describe as the beauty of vintage it's like you don't necessarily go for the grade of course you want the higher grade but they're all valuable right right especially and, the big names
0: and I mean not to you know going to the history of baseball cards but for those that don't know um the reason why the actual 52 mantle is so scarce it was the first year that cyberger was making cards and <clears throat> he had so much of this that the 53 set was due to come out and he didn't have any room in his warehouse tops warehouse at the time and and he was literally trying to give it to dealers at the time and they didn't want it so his solution was to dump a bunch in the ocean or a lake, I don't know exactly, a body of water where he dumped it at. So it made more scarce, sca- scarcity amongst the mantles because I believe there's a 51 Bowman mantle because this is yes. technically not his rookie card, if yeah, I, f- if I, 50, but, it's, but it's known as his most valuable. I'm going to say it was dumped in
1: the Hudson River. Hudson River, maybe good knowledge. I, I, I mean, I could have just made that up too, but
0: I think I remember hearing that at some point. Yeah, That,
3: that sounds good for the environment. I know,
0: <laughs> right? Exactly. It's biodegradable. <laughs> It's too bad order. cards. Too bad you couldn't dive and find them. Cards don't uh, really in water doesn't really work for it. Never know, man. Do you Could think be. there might be a PSA one down there on the, ocean, Could on be. the River floor? Could be.
1: <laughs>
2: Try it out.
0: I'll tell you After. right
1: now. A PSA two point five sold
0: for a little bit over forty eight thousand last Jeez. night. Yeah, just. Low pop all the way around. So that's where this set is centered around. Like I said, it came out a little uh, like a year, year, or year or two late. Um, now, do you think there's a rainbow version,
1: like other like parallel versions of this card? Or is it just the refractor? I think it's just the
0: refractor. So if you look at the checklist on the, one of those main checklist sites, it has the 700 card base set. And those have super refractors, red, yeah. red refractors. That has its own category. Just says SS. Man, I mean, a super fractor of this would be, I know. would be pretty dope.
3: That would be pretty cool. That would put it over the top. Yeah. That'd be huge chase, right? Yeah, that would be huge. Correct me or- if I'm wrong, too. Doesn't some of these 2021 rookies, they're like, are they playing well now? Compared to their rookie seasons?
2: Yeah, I would say, I mean, right now, Jazz Chisholm is in uh, first place among NL second basemen for all-star game, and I think he is probably the breakout star of the 2021 rookie class. Ryan Mountcastle, Dan's favorite, is actually having a very nice season for Baltimore. He's a good ball player. Uh, Baltimore might be better they, than we expect very they,
1: soon. They uh, just read they had their first winning month. hmm since 2017 jeez they
2: play they play in the wrong division right now and if they were not in the AL East, they might be uh, making some noise but th- there are a couple guys uh those guys for sure are at the top of the list i guess my question is uh, I, and again this was a product that was planned for a while but it's the 1952 set and it's an anniversary set then it should be the 2022 class for the 1952 set for doing a 70th anniversary, right? I know last year was yeah, 70 years the, of Tops and all that, that,
1: but We got to, add to weird it's a weird and wacky question. Yeah, Cody. Well, it, I don't it, know. Well, it's, it, it's like <laughs> I don't like, like, have an answer well, for Well, it's yeah. like
2: when they do like the 25th anniversary of a team, but it's like, oh, it's been 25 years of that team, but not the 25th anniversary per se because that's an extra,
1: I don't I, know. I don't think when they drew this up, it was suppo- I don't I think a lot of things changed yeah. when when this product was like when in like even went into the early stages of production i mean tops wasn't owned by fanatics when this product yes. was first even decided what was going to happen with it or if it was even going to happen so i think uh, some things have changed and i don't know i mean maybe because it is an all chrome design obviously those cards i think take a lot more time at the printing facility 700 card set I was they, gonna say, they made most I, of your they, series ones are only 350 yeah, right they made they i mean with 700 cards on a checklist it sounds like they made a fair amount of it um so yeah i don't i don't know i i don't i mean they're coming out as far as i know at 2022 there's going to be a chrome platinum set as well is there yeah confirmed 71st anniversary I I think they've been they they're probably talking about it. <laughs> I think you
0: got to do it every five years, right? You can't have seventy one, seventy two, seventy three, seventy four. That's do what heritage. It, you is you for. do it with heritage. Yeah, but
1: now why you have can't two you heritage? just make why can't you just make Chrome heritage? Because there is Chrome heritage.
0: They're inside the Chrome. Bags. Yeah, but this or is heritage not. Bags. No, we like we like that standalone product. Mm-hmm. I mean. I uh, opened a box yesterday. I watched some of Greg's breaks today. And, um, I mean, there's 165, I think, autograph subjects. So you have everybody you'd want vet-wise. You got Trout. You got Soto. You got, you know, Vlad. Um, You even got, like, like older, like Beltre, uh Julio Franco. So it's a really big autograph checklist. So there's going to be a lot of surprises probably if you open up a lot of this. Uh, there's really no inserts though. So you're only getting this design and then parallels of this design. Uh, and it's formatted like a Chrome, 24 packs, four cards a pack. Uh, so there's that. Um, I think this is going to be really popular amongst the set builders. I'm already seeing that trend on Twitter where people are initially buying into Briggs, buying the team they want. You know, if you're a Tigers fan, they want that Ty Cobb. You know, they want that Ty Cobb base. They want that uh, kind of Lario base or whoever's in there for the Tigers. And uh, I think you're seeing a lot of that. Plus, you have the high-end chase of, of the Mantle or the Super Fractor Autos. So I think yesterday I was kind of down on the product now seeing this. I think it's, you know, I think it's going to do pretty well. I think it's going to do pretty well uh, similar to how, like, a Series 1 or a Series 2 does well. Yeah, I mean, if you're getting
1: into a break, don't expect it to break, like, definitive. Yeah. It's not that product. <laughs> what do you mean? It's not that product. It's not Dynasty. There's a lot of
0: packs, a lot of cards, um, a lot of shine. It would have been cool if they would have thrown in, a or like, one or two original 52 Mantles in there. That would be nuts. Wow. That would be crazy. I don't know if it's possible. Probably wasn't in the
1: budget. Yeah, where do you find that? You go diving diving in the Hudson No, you for gotta, that you as gotta well? probably
0: buy one on eBay for
3: $48,000. Or you go into the vault, the top of the yeah, vault. Yeah, because I don't think would any you, of them are raw. Would now. You, yeah, would you?
1: I, don't, I wouldn't have the stones to buy a raw Mickey Mantle 52 and think it's legit.
0: Just one pack and the run's gonna be a little bit bigger because it's gonna be slabbed. Just yeah, you wouldn't even be able to tell.
2: I mean, if it came out of a Topps product and it was raw, but you, then I would what if, feel what a better. A, what if a
1: redemption for for a graded? That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, because I, I don't I don't think you can you can't put a raw Mickey Mantle card in there.
0: No. Yeah, redemption I, makes sense. Redemption makes sense. Yeah, and uh, that would be a huge chase, even if it was a one or a two or whatever. So, uh, make it, uh, yeah. Make it, make it sound like we're all pro redemption. We're all redemption's the way to go. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Everybody's like these guys. <laughs> pro redeem team. So, yeah, hopefully we'll see some of these mantles pulled out of our breaks. I know we have more. Uh, we have random team breaks and some more PYTs on the website at com. Use that code BELL. Save yourself some money. Get in some uh, platinum and uh, rock it.
1: You know, I, b- before, you know it would be cool though if they did make parallels of that? and you get a 52 mantle psa whatever if you build the rainbow
3: Mm.
0: so you get taking the upper deck bounty approach yeah yeah so i like it all right we move on to the so uh dan got himself uh, a lamborghini a yellow lamborghini thank you Um, he's gonna ride that thing to the national um just to show it off flex you know because he's Hall of Fame for that Mac Jones shield that he pulled. So it arrived uh, in the mail yesterday, and he's got it in front of him here. It's uh, sitting right next to Ken Griffey. Red's Ken Griffey there. And uh, there it is. It's the, the yellow Lambo.
1: Well, I'm taking it with me to the National. Take photos with it. Actually, I should set it up at the booth, and everybody can take photos with it. It's the Mojo Break you know. (laughs) <laughs> Lamborghini We'll Maybe just
2: can... uh, we'll just use the same technology Taco Bell used to blow up the cheese it was, it, 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 it's, it's the reverse know. button It's the bounty, in
1: the Lambo, it's a bounty that I got for pulling The Mac Jones But I already got mine,
3: it's right there Let me ask you, how do you think that's pronounced right there Dan, the the, the actual Car name Eurus That sounds like it's right <laughs> I thought you knew <laughs> no. Yeah, no. You acting like you were a knower of all Lambo mm-hmm. things so, I do like that model, though. But I uh, yeah, think
1: cool. I think I'm—I'm I'm not a Lamborghini guy. Well, I am. I am. I should. I—I right. am and I am a Lamborghini guy. Uh, I think it's worth like a quarter million. Like not this specific Hot Wheel, <laughs> but uh, I think in real life, I think it's a. Is quarter. that the car version? <laughs> no, this is like the SUV. The, the, the oh SUV. yeah, I saw an orange one on the road yesterday.
3: That's our SUV, yeah. It's yeah. So
1: one, I think we saw that in Colorado. Remember? The yeah, it was the same one. There was an orange one
0: on my way. Yeah, guy was struggling through the valet line. Yeah, it was. He should have been. <laughs> should have been behind the wheel. Well, when you drive a Lambo, you do what you want. Speaking of that, I don't know if the gentleman who pulled the uh, triple logo man on the old whatnot. I don't know if he's gotten his, his yellow Lambo yet. I I, I want I to know. Mine. I'm curious. I got mine. I'm curious if he got it. If anybody could let me know. I, I've been looking. I've been going on. I can let him test drive this I one. I believe it was, was it, it was j was his name? J-Mo who won it or something like that um, from Backyard. I think he won the yellow Lamborghini as far as I know. Actually, Want to know if he got it because I'm interested. Cause well, that's if he cool. didn't, well, he could take cool. a picture
1: with mine at the National. Yeah, that's
0: true. <laughs> you should get a little mini version of you made standing next to uh, Like a Lego man? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I like that. <laughs> Um, So speaking of big pulls, we're here to talk about, I know somebody was in our comments saying you guys didn't talk about the logo man last week, just for you guys' knowledge who listen to this show, we record on Wednesday and sometimes the full version of the video doesn't come out to the following Monday, so it's actually a three day gap, so yes, the auction happened on Sunday, but we recorded it prior to that, so we're here, we're like the, what's that show, like yesterday's news, last week or whatever, that's what we're doing. Last week tonight? Last week tonight, yes, Uh, that's what we're doing. And uh, so the triple logo man was up for auction Golden Auctions a lot of hype behind it people saying 5 million uh 3 million uh I said 3 million you got you I think uh rod said 100 million or something like that <laughs> and uh, Dan said what 5 million I think I said 6 I think Cody said 5 I think I said
1: 4 or 5 yeah so I won Um yeah and you know we didn't talk about it last week it was just not that big of a deal we just <laughs> It was. Oh it's a big deal in the hobby. <laughs> no no man we just we brought, we moved on we moved on from this card we're on to the
0: next biggest and greatest card coming out but it's you know it's funny that the hype is had us all thinking it's a 5 to 6 million dollar card i mean i even heard shine offered 3 million dollars before it was pulled now obviously he must have not gotten involved in this auction but if nobody would have set a price I think we would all have been like, holy crap, it's sold for $2.4 you think, million. You think the potential damage on the card affected what the uh, the final sell price I mean, was? that's definitely a conspiracy that the card, and I can't confirm. I've tried to find pictures. It almost looks like the card came out without damage, and then somehow before it was graded, it got damaged on the the Cavalier's window don't know exactly what happened there um i know we don't have the slide up for the show but um there is a, i did i did do a slide on my phone that i posted on my uh, personal twitter um is you know you have you have that of when it was pulled and i'm sorry guys for you guys watching the, the video podcast and then you have that after it was graded so go, back to it. Go, go back go
1: back go back you don't, on, on you, the, don't uh, see you don't it.
0: you don't see the indent
1: there's like a little scratch indent on the sapphire foil on the other on the So other now photo.
0: people I, I tweeted it out I tagged uh, our our buddy Ivan uh, at Watch the Breaks on Twitter I I tagged him in it and he was saying it's there it's just the lighting you didn't see it in the original picture
1: Now go back to and I know we're we're making this very tough for the uh, people just listening on audio. Well, even on video because we don't have the slide ready. We're, for we're, it. We're yeah, we're making we're making this very. We're, so we're just having a conversation, looking at a screen. Um, I actually see more white on the left side of the of the
0: logo, and Cody because Cody can't see it either. But
1: yeah, I know I what you're talking about. Though I've seen. You, the you're, yeah, you you got it. And then if you go back to the other one and zoom in. There seems to be less white. Like, did the
0: did the patch shift? I was trying to figure out at what point why there would be any reason for anybody to damage this thing. Um, cause if and nobody were, did intentionally. If you were the breaker, you would never take it out, right? Because for those guys that aren't are familiar with Flawless, that card was encased. So there's no, it's uncirculated. That's what the word uncirculated means, is it's got the flawless sticker on it. It's in a magnetic. So there's at no point the breaker would ever actually physically touch the card. The breaker wouldn't be putting a sleeve on it because I know a lot of people in the comments were saying a sleeve, it was sleeve damage. So I was like, no, it's not sleeve damage, at least by the breaker. So now once it got from the breaker, and the, I think the people that hit it flew out and took pictures with it, the three people involved. And then at some point it went to PSA. And it got labeled authentic. So now the conspiracy theory is, well, that's why it was authentic, because the patch was damaged. So it would have got like a 6 or a 7 or maybe an 8, and it would have looked bad. So they went with an authentic uh, PSA uh, grade as opposed to actually a grade. Um, but it clearly looks like to me that it wasn't damaged when it got pulled. So how do you damage that? Would you, why would you want to take out the patch? I
1: think I, mean, I, need, it I need to see another photo of the card now.
0: Like yeah, trying to find the other pictures of it. Um, I mean, we're getting all your flight information, so yeah. that's good. So yeah. See, I had the before. <laughs> I had the before and after together here too. To me, it clearly looks like the after is damaged and the before is not. I. It, to me, it also looks like the patch shifted. I don't.
1: But it's I, also but I, could be I don't, the angle of the picture, right? So. But I'm like, it, could the patch have shifted and like damaged, like creased the card underneath? get what i'm saying like like could there have been like underneath like like the damage is actually from underneath and you're you're noticing it on the foil but it actually got caught underneath like when it shifted maybe pushed it up a little bit
0: i mean and this is the same logo man right yep looks clearly like you see the line on the leg a lot of the lines match up same yeah, the end looks the same, right? Stitching
3: so, on it all looks the same.
0: I mean, I don't know why anybody, any reason why you would take the patch out. But um, it actually looks like on the before, though, it looks like there's more threads. It but does. it could just be the it picture. It does. I, I don't. It's yeah, probably the picture. Probably. But, yeah, I mean, regardless, $2.4 million. Some of the excuses of why it went that for that price is because of the damage to the logo, man. I mean, in this instance, does the damage matter? It's a one of one, right? Unless it's really, really damaged.
3: There's a reason why they didn't get this graded and just got it authenticated.
0: There's also, I think, if you zoom in, like you could see right there above the screw line, there's a little bit of an indent. So there's there's definitely some imperfections um, on the card itself, which is common with flawless, which is ironic because it's not flawless in a sense. Man, that
1: that like from that photo, it's super noticeable on the the sapphire that like there is a ding.
0: I mean, it could be a phone picture. Now that's a high. I mean, that's a golden photo, so it's a high quality scan. Um, it could be just that. I don't. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, obviously, it's clearly damaged on the on the left side. Um, but there was a lot of big spenders that came out and said that this is a five million dollar card. Shine saying he's going to pay three million dollars. Why did it go for two point four million dollars? Is that a fail?
1: Is uh well, and
0: golden put a lot of marketing dollars behind it, right? And that's 2.4 with the buyer's premium. I think it ended at 2.1, technically. So I think it's you add another300,000 dollars for the, the buyer's premium, which is silly to silly to say. Um, yeah, that's you got to keep the lights on. Three hundred thousand dollars for facilitating
1: very, very expensive electricity.
2: I think that uh, I had pretty big thoughts that this was going to sell a lot, and uh, that was sell for more than it did. I should say, but maybe the uh, our our standards need to shift here, and that we can say in this market. The fact that that sold for 2.4 million is still probably a huge win. And I mean, again, take yourselves back to the beginning of 2020 and to 2019. And if you were told this card is going to sell for 2.4 million, does not have a LeBron James no. autograph on it, and there, it, and there may be some discussion that as a ding, non still rookie, gonna sell. Yeah, yeah, and it's I still going it, to sell for that much. That's still a massive win. I think it in sells for landscape. more.
1: I think it sells for more back then. I if, think, what? I think, I think Ooh. in 2020. I think in 2020, this, this sells for, at look, peak, look, for e- sure. look what look look everything was selling for. Uh, I yeah. think at the
2: peak of it for no, sure, but like before, before, that, before that, before. Oh, that, like. yeah. Oh. But nonetheless, in 2021, it, 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 if this sold last summer, it's probably
0: a five million dollar card. Could well, be ten. Let's get in the DeLorean and let's say it's twelve 2012. I, what does this card sell for in 2012? About eighty thousand. Yeah, maybe fifty, maybe. Could we? Can any of us? <laughs> could any of us that were, had been breaking, which you know we were in the hobby back then, can anybody's ever see a, a modern card selling for two point four million dollars? That's what's crazy about it, is like the hobby's let down that oh it only sold for two point four million bust. But it's like five years ago, nobody could ever imagine a card selling for over a million dollars out of a pack.
2: And I don't think that this this the last time this card is going to exchange hands. Like I think right. it's going to sell again, and probably when things turn around. If they turn around, uh, you know, economically, we, and uh, I, I think it still probably sells for more than that $2.4 million yeah. price tag.
0: You know it's funny, and I don't want to don't take this as advice, because it's not, but there was a Warren Buffett article that came up, and that somebody asked him where they should invest their money in this market. And he said sports cards. No, he didn't. But he said uh, fine art. He actually said fine art. Which is, that's kind of that's you, you can put that under that category, couldn't you? I would. I don't want to say like take all your money out of your four hundred one k and out of your stocks and go buy a triple Fono logo man. Sp- I'm just saying
3: that's even that's kind of like a subjective like what the hell is fine art man? Right.
2: right. I mean a Picasso's a Picasso. You know, hundred years but, from but now, to, ten but, years ago, but to ago. me,
3: Picasso is worthless. Like, I don't care about Picasso. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't pay ten dollars for a Picasso. Hmm.
2: <laughs> Hot take. Oh, they do it. Ooh, What's probably. Pablo Picasso ever done? Did, did Pablo do Picasso a... put up 50
3: points against the Celtics in game six? I think not. Yeah, does wow. Picasso have three but, Logomans on <laughs> three different teams?
0: <laughs> did LeBron James cut his ear off? I think, I think it's Van Gogh. <laughs> it's
3: Van Gogh, but.
0: <laughs> History of art going down. Oh. <laughs> Still, um, I'm labeling them all in the same category. Picasso, Van Gogh, same guy.
2: I mean, P-Vang, Picasso had plenty of paintings with p- people without ears, so there's that. There you go. Is that
0: go. the one with the face? The yeah, all the
2: all the uh, abstract art and stuff. Who's like that? the yeah.
1: modern day goat when it comes to fine art? art. Fine art. Ooh, because it, it almost seems like they unfortunately have to like pass away before they become like worth a bunch of money.
2: Well, I think this is... uh, I think that might be some of the arguments for people of, like, why you're seeing a lot of artists getting into... Thomas Kincaid. there. Uh, (laughs) Why a lot of artists are getting into, like... He's a name that people know, though. He is. I mean, very, very popular. But I think it's why a lot of artists are getting into, like, sports cards is, like, there is this for the last 50 60 years there's been a melding of like pop culture pop art starting with Andy Warhol that I think has just like gotten bigger and bigger and, and bigger I, and I
1: think it's cool but like do I is there and I I'm naive I don't really know the fine art market but is there an artist out there that can put something on a canvas and go to an art show and sell it for a half a million dollars Banksy
3: I was gonna say Banksy, Banksy. Be- Beeple.
1: But are, that, are, are we are we NFTs. both make we both making up names right now? What? I don't I don't know who those. No, I know
2: are.
0: I know Beeple made eighty million dollars off of NFTs last year. NFTs, but that NXT NXT that NXT NXT. isn't
1: that isn't. I'm talking about physical. Warren Buffett, you're, he didn't say go buy NFTs. He said no. go buy fine art, which you, you can say I guess NFTs are could be under. And I category think what he's trying well. to say
0: is that you could put a you can quantify and you could put money on. Stocks, and you can see it go up and down. But like, if you have a rare something, buy, buy something that is is the it, value. The value is subjective. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get at. Is that if you have this piece, and maybe when the economy comes out of if you know if we get in a recession, if we not if we don't get a recession, but it, when the economy is good again, now you have a price tag that you can name, and somebody will pay, right? Whether if you're investing in stocks, and and once again, this is not investment advice because I'm an idiot and don't listen to me. But I think that's what we're trying to say is that people look at some of this stuff as pieces that they have to have, and somebody else might be willing to pay more for something like this. Fine art. Fine art. Sports cards are not fine art, so I'm not saying that. I know the comments. I'm a blast. I, I mean,
1: I, Warhol and Basquiat is the only two that come to my mind, but again, they're not like yeah. post, current. Post like 50s. Yeah, Basquiat's Basquiat's you're right. Not no. the... Basquiat's
2: not around. No, he, he died very young.
1: Oh. Like m- mid or late eighties,
0: yeah. I think
2: he was like in his late twenties, Yeah. To say.
0: So we had some other notable sales. Were these also in the same golden auction? Blend? Yes. So what do we got here? Uh, some
2: other notable sales. I'll get them up on the slide here. Uh, the one of one flawless RPA Anthony Edwards sold for four hundred twenty six thousand dollars. That, like
1: That's that. Crazy. That blows my mind. Yeah.
2: Uh, the uh, a BGS nine point five orange Mike Trout uh, sold two thousand nine Bowman Chrome Mike Trout sold for two hundred twenty eight thousand dollars, and it what was actually a pretty big dip. I think I've seen some other folks uh, cover this. The eighty six Fleer Michael Jordan PSA ten sold for two hundred four thousand dollars. You can but buy it was a pretty substantial. But the
0: reason dip. why that Trout sold for another uh, hundred grand was the the the, the, the diamond. Yes, ba- yes, Mike, yes, yes. That's the Mike, right. The Sorry. Mike Baker Diamond. I apologize. Dollar. Yeah, the Diamond. Down- yeah. yeah. It would have been 100000 but Mike, D- Mike Baker put that sticker But you could almost there.
2: buy yeah,
1: right. the Trout and the Jordan. Yeah. Instead of buying the Anthony Edwards. But the Anthony Edwards yeah. is the second
0: best card of all time of his? Yeah, it's a flawless. Isn't it? It's not NT. There's 25 Trouts and there's there's... Countless numbers. Yeah, but There's I mean, 170. We, pieces are we are Jordan's. we
1: comparing are we comparing the career of Anthony Edwards to
0: no? To, I'm saying to Michael that Jordan. It would be a number to two Trout or a number to two Jordan, basically. I'm I would never pay 426 thousand dollars for. Anthony I mean, Edwards. and you know, I
1: I was talking big about Anthony Edwards. I I think that card went for way more. What would you think it would have went for if you didn't see that price? Uh,
0: 180 maybe. So with that being said, I mean, the Mac Jones should be more that we pulled than what, you know. I know basketball sells more than football. Uh, is should- that is that in line, C-Rod? Is that Price right?
3: I guess.
2: Is that Price going to stay if they get Rudy Gobert, which I saw some rumors swirling? Minnesota might be getting Rudy listen, Gobert. Listen, I think ant going to Ant-Man's be,
3: gonna be a great player, too, yes. but he's still on the Minnesota Timberwolves, and that organization has a lot of proving to do. Yeah. Half a million. Uh by the way, the LeBron Exquisite RPA sold for uh two
2: point one million.
0: Number yeah. to twenty three though, right? Yes. So wasn't there if I correctly if I'm wrong, wasn't there a number to twenty three one that sold for like five million? Yep, there was. So now that was a nine. I think this was what, an eight point five, BGS eight point five? And was that twenty three, twenty three, I think, maybe? No, I don't think it was. No? No.
1: Not, a, no, the, the one, one that's the, the sold, one that
0: sold over five million, I think, was twenty-three. 23. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. So maybe it was the numbered, like the technically the 101 version of that right. particular card. They're all uh, they're all one I mean, if you want to break it down, whatever number this was, there's only one of that number.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs>
0: <laughs> That is surprising though The, the freaking Anthony Edwards at $426,000 I mean that explains why uh, Flawless prices have gone down a little bit Because even that one's gone Now the Lamello auto Has been pulled It's been pulled
3: too Scarelli so then, that should be worth the same amount, if not more. Hey, it right? Should be worth more, right? I think the same. I think uh, um, I've seen Timberwolves actually sell for more than Hornets recently. Really? Yeah.
2: After the playoffs, I think. Uh, yeah, Sentinel I think. It, I think they're pretty much to, on equal footing. Man,
3: yeah. if, if anything, they're even now. Yeah. It was because he was in that Adam Sandler
0: movie. That's probably what happened. Yeah. If yeah, Lamelo was just in that movie, it would have been the same amount. He was good too. He was. Kermit Kermit Wiltz was that his name? Yeah. Yeah. Good movie. It was. So we've all watched it now? or No, you no. haven't seen it? Yeah, I watched it. I definitely watched it. It's pretty good.
1: This is okay. <laughs> I'm not
0: going to. I mean, I don't know why anybody just doesn't go after Willie Hernan Gomez at this point. I mean, the guy was just dominating it, every single player. I, I mean,
1: I agree on that. I, I think there's <laughs> no doubt that I would probably sign him to a $120 million contract. Yep. Did his cards go up because of the movie? I, uh, I don't think so. We should check Juan Hernan Gomez's
2: uh, cards after that movie. It would, it would be interesting. I uh, think
0: he was... When was he drafted? Like four or five years ago. Twenty eighteen, I'm yeah. pretty
1: sure. Yeah,
2: Because was...
0: there's there's Juan or there's Willie Hernan Gomez, and then there's Juan yeah. Hernan Gomez, and I believe they're brothers. Yeah. That's Wh- right.
3: Which one's in the movie? Willie? Juan. Also Willie's oh, in Juan. it too. They're both in Willy it. Willie is in it. Yeah. They're both in it. Yeah, they're both in I've it. I've never seen an Adam Sandler movie that I didn't like. I'll just say that. I haven't seen this one yet, but
2: Have you seen Jack and Jill?
3: Yes. Oh wow. Okay. I a, is, a real fan, right there. I am. I'm an a Adam Sandler connoisseur. <laughs> Favorite Adam Sandler movie of all time? Oh, that's tough. That's that's tough, man.
2: It's it's very easy. It's Happy Gilmore by a by a of And to, I like a lot is of. It a,
0: does it have to be a
1: movie that? Uncut gems as well. That Adam Sandler that was, could it yet. be just one that Adam Sandler was
0: in? Or does so. it have to be sure. like an Adam? Oh, Airheads. Yeah. Oh, good call. That is a good one. Yeah. yeah i i think uh you know i this is an underrated one but i really liked click for some reason click yes. was a really good movie yeah just That's
3: for like the more like the family family folks yeah just being able to like fast forward through his life i thought it was a pretty cool
0: concept yeah. and then the, the humor that came along with that so and in a movie under the happy madison oh umbrella, you're gonna be the cult classic uh grandma's boy yes I a yeah I was coming. cult that classic was a great one cult classic yeah, so back to cards again. Sorry, getting off topic here,
1: but yeah, that's that's crazy. It, you know, it's hard to do these podcasts and talk about cards every week. You got to switch in a little, uh, yes. little Taco Bell, Taco Bell, little little uh, Adam Sandler. <laughs>
0: well, we 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 talked about Hernan Gomez around it, so you know he's got cards. Uh, the orange refractor is that down? I, I feel like uh, the the Mike Trout orange number twenty five, I feel like I feel like those both those cards are down. Vegas Dave Jordan. I, I, I feel like Vegas Dave sold one for more than that a few years ago. I feel, but I could be wrong. I th- I think it I is. I feel like that Orange is down. Yeah, definitely down. Um, but I mean, Mike Trout. What are the Angels again this year? They're 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 but, not but, doing great, uh, right? But and he's having a good
1: year.
2: He's having a great year. Actually, did you see the other night? and, it was... o-
1: and Otani's having a good year. Yep. Like I don't. What what is wrong with that team? <laughs> like how do you have how do you have so many players have no great one... years? And put it together, and they, then the team just sucks. They,
2: other than Otani, they can't
1: pitch. Also, they don't have a very good lineup outside of those two guys. I think it's. I think Otani should probably start starting three to four games a week. Yep. Like, pitching. I, there was even,
2: a, <laughs> last night, they lost. And, uh, well, it was a Trout hit a home run. Otani hit a home run and had, like, three RBIs. They lost, like,
1: 12 to four. Didn't they, don't they have Cindergaard? They have Sindergaard. He's, he's actually doing player. all right. Oh, yeah, he's back. He's doing all right. So yeah. he's doing okay as well. Yeah. So w- who is not? The Rendon's half, the- not doing it. He's hurt, right?
2: Rendon, Rendon is hurt. He's been a massive disappointment. The bullpen, which they tried to fix, has been awful. Uh, and past Sindergaard and Patrick Sandoval, they don't have anybody in that rotation. And, again, other than maybe th- two guys in that lineup, the rest of the lineup is bad. Uh, and who's the coach uh, right now? Well, uh, Now it's Phil Nevin.
1: Who and they just was, got suspended ten oh, games right. because of and, that huge brawl. And, they had, last and week. Taylor Ward was doing pretty good.
2: Taylor you know, Ward's
0: doing well, but he's get, he's been hurt. Brandon, um, I think Brandon Marsh, not doing that well. I know people not are buying well. Trout, and this might be blasphemous because he's hobby Golden Boy when it comes to baseball. But like, say he's got like eight more years, right? Uh, he's got eight more years to play, and he retires. And and can he break any records if he doesn't win any championships? Like, can't, his price has got to go down, right? I mean, what are we gonna have to say? If he retires well, in nineteen is, years but, or whatever but of but playing we're, baseball. But we're gonna be able to
1: he probably hands down the best player of his generation. But what two
0: MVPs, right? Does he have two MVPs? I wanna say three, but I think it's two. Well, I mean He he never he never won a batting title, right? Uh, he hasn't no. won a batting title. Never been in a playoff game. I think he played one playoff game. One
2: right? playoff series and uh we all have as many hits uh
0: in the playoffs as as Mike Trout does, which is zero. So I'm like I'm searching for like 30 years down the line people gonna be like yeah i got this trout and people gonna be like what did he do uh
2: i think well i think there's a this is maybe the generation there's a i think there are going to be certain baseball fans who are going to say oh he is going to be if there's any record he sets maybe the most wins above replacement of all time which is i think something he could do but i think there's also going to be a a generation gap between fans go okay so what what you like did, wins above replacement? Well, he didn't win anything. He didn't win a World Series, you know. So I, that might be the counter argument to that. But I think that is one firmly within his sights.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think what Ruth has it, and then it's Bonds, right? Yeah, but
2: it's not. It's not like a <coughs> classic.
1: I mean, record, he'll be though. a first ballot Hall of Famer. He can yes. retire. He can retire tomorrow. He'll and be he, a first, ballot. first ballot Hall of Famer. Well, I'm
0: trying to think about you know the guys that have retired that sell well in the hobby. Did Griffey didn't did Griffey didn't win a did Griffey win a title? No, no. Okay, so I guess there's that to look for. I mean, he was Griffey's he was
1: on solid. he was on that Mariners team that won like 100 games. And, he
0: actually wasn't on that team. He wasn't. No. That, that, was was the, Ichiro, that was the that was the
1: first
2: year he got traded, and then he oh, drove there. Oh, uh,
1: yeah, that's right. That was uh, Ichiro a, and Randy, right? Yep. A no, not even Randy. A Rod. A Rod was on that team. He was not. No. No. No A Rod, no Griffin. Jay Buhner was on that team, right? Jay- no, <laughs> that was way. <wet. laughs>
2: uh, Brett Boone, John Alarood, Mike Cameron, and Ichiro, Ichiro and Lupino God.
1: Rand- Randy Johnson. Nope. This this. Are you one, sure the big unit was How about, how about, how was about not... Jamie Moyer? How's that? Does that Ooh. sound good too? Well, he he had to be on the team because he he played. Jamie Moyer.
2: Yeah, he, he played.
3: Like, he played for 185 years. Played
2: for seven thousand years. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this is what Trout so, gotta do, dude, to sustain his prices after he retires. His last contract, his last 10 years in the league, he has to go to the New York Yankees. So I'm that, but that might hurt his rookie cards because then
0: he's not going to be on the Yankees. I I think he would do just fine. All I right. I, uh, fine.
1: So a little little baseball what ifs, and you think it's going to happen. I do. Uh, Harper and Trout, do they play on the same team together in their
3: That's career? Been? yeah.
2: I was sure it was going to happen when uh, Harper got signed there. I was I, sure that the Angels are going to because there was I think before Harper signed there was some talk like oh Trout's contract expires in like a year or two and then they went and signed him to a massive extension but I, there's still a part of me. In
1: the their case. late 30s we're going to have Harper and Trout and Chris Bryant on the same
0: team. Right back. But, you know, I actually thought Trout might wind up in Philly with Harbor because of the Philly connection yeah. for Trout. He's a Philly but, guy, yeah. Um, I, what's, how is his contract? It's like 10 years or something, though, right? It's
2: literally the most expensive contract in baseball, I think, Yeah, right now.
1: so if you're the Phillies, you're probably not. You're going to have it, two
2: of the three most expensive deals in baseball. Yeah. Team. Yeah,
1: yeah, you
0: yeah. have nobody else. Yeah. So you have no Yeah, I mean, who knows? Yeah, it's it's crazy. That's why I got but I guess if you look at Griffey being the face of, you know, the resurgence of the 89 and, you know, Upper Deck and all that and how well liked he was, I guess you can kind of put Trout in that same category in the 2000s to 2020s. I guess, right? Yeah, you know, the 2010s so. to 2020s would be would be Trout, you know, similar to Griffey. So I guess there's that hope. I'm just looking at if you have some big cards and he just goes his whole career without winning anything, you know. The worst but, but
1: again, like how much how right. much does a champion a championship it doesn't change your hobby prices it doesn't doesn't. I mean we talk about it all the time I know we talk about Buster Posey all the time it doesn't he won three championships doesn't change his card value whatsoever true True. what do you I mean what do you have to do in baseball it almost seems like your card values are going to be at their peak with the uncertainty of what you're gonna do in your career at like where Wander is right now and where Juan Soto's at and where Ronald Acuna's at in their career, that's like their peak. When it comes to monetary value for their their cards,
2: I think it's what I think Trout is kind of the formula for how you maintain it. It's that you come in with massive hype, mm-hmm. and then you immediately capitalize on it, and then you just start racking up awards and awards and awards. You're See, among league leaders all the have, time. He
0: didn't have hype coming in.
2: That's well, then that, that might be the other part of it too. Is is either you come in kind of like Juan Soto, where you kind of came in out of nowhere and immediately wins the World Series, immediately is racking up awards, and so I think it's I, I think that's probably it is like you have to get out of the gate really fast like a hot start and maintain it for a huge amount of time to where then you're just you know when you, did he you win his first struck. did he win an
0: MVP early Trout did he win one in 2012 to so
2: second I, the, year he was second place because it was the Miguel Cabrera triple crown year was right. the
0: rookie year so he won one early which I think solidified his hobby you know yep. and a lot of people were jumping in because in 2009 he was like the I think he's 26th pick 27th pick in the 2008 draft
2: he won the rookie of the year in 2012 finished second in MVP voting his first two years and then won 2014 won again in 2016 so, he definitely and had he's
0: won the- in 2019 so he's got three so he definitely had the hype in his rookie year. I guess I should say as, his, as a prospect, he didn't have the hype. And he actually got sent down. So he got called up and sent down, I think, which a lot of people were like, oh, man, he's just going to be a bust. Um, but, you know, he came out in 2012 on the Rookie of the Year. So.
3: Yeah, I want to add, too, like when I first got back in the cards, like in 2012, 2013, I was always confused. Like, oh, as the years passed, like, you know, because I'm not a huge baseball guy and I didn't really – I broke baseball, but not too much. Um, before I joined Major Break, but I was always confused, like why is Mike Trout the main guy? And I, and I would look like, like that's when I started realizing, like oh, like you guys, you guys say like championships, world championships, series championships really don't matter because I'm like this is the high, like everybody wants his cards. He's the most expensive guy yeah. in baseball, and I was always trying to figure out why because when you look at football and basketball, it's like it's like the championships really do add value to to yeah. a guys' um, cards. Baseball doesn't seem to matter as much. All right, well let's talk about some autograph
0: pavilion so the NSEC is around the corner that is in atlantic city and that's going to start july 27th and run through july 30th i wait 27 28 29 30, 30, 31st i believe is sunday so four days at the national there's a preview night on wednesday we will be there we'll be doing free breaks we got free shirts there's gonna be other stuff announced so stay tuned on how you can participate in what we're doing at the national um, but this is some of the autograph pavilion so they have a big autograph pavilion that we never seem to be able to get to because we're busy um, but uh, there's some some early signers uh, Frank Gore is gonna be a first-time signer Odell Beckham and uh, Floyd Floyd Mayweather gonna be there on the list as well so wow. um, yeah which we were talking about off air we were surprised that he's going there to sign because he's you know he's the money team. Why does he need the money? Why does he get to fly out to Atlantic City? So um, I'm sure a lot of people will be there trying to get Floyd sign gloves. Oh hell yeah, memorabilia. You know, as known as
3: one of the greatest boxers of all time. Yeah, he's it never lost. It doesn't seem like a, an event that he wouldn't go to, but hey, that's pretty cool. They got him. Yeah, I mean, I guess the Atlantic City
0: drew him to the area. You know, maybe he's tired of Vegas. He's going to try his hand at uh, the Borgata or the Harrah's <laughs> or Bally's. <laughs> I wonder. Uh, wonder how much like
1: Frank Gore would be for an autograph? Got to be hundred bucks.
0: Probably, I would think so. Yeah, I mean, he's top three running back of all time. So, right? Can we say that Frankie's in the top three of all time? I mean, in terms of rushing yards. Yeah. I don't. I don't know.
1: I mean, he played for how long? <laughs> Stats don't lie. I mean but, Emmett Smith played longer. I mean, I'm not saying I could have put up those type of stats, but I, I probably would have put up some decent I ones think if I played for, for twenty two years. I
2: will say how many <laughs> running backs actually last that long? I think that has to go into, Especially uh, that has modern to go into day. consideration For to, to to argue for old Frank, uh our, our good our good
0: He's friend. He's no Frank. Kevin Barlow. That's it. Right, fair enough. I'm actually bidding on a card. I'm surprised I got to outbid. It's ridiculous. It's a one of one flawless. It's uh, Roger Craig, Frank Gore, and Garrison Hurst, and it's just like all 49 patches, the four patches. And I I, I put a top bid at thousand, and it already wow. I already got outbid. Uh, that's what we I already got outbid. That's shill bidding right there. <laughs> well, I did see it posted in a 49er collector room, so I, I don't know if we're all bidding against each other. Um, so I think There's I'm out one, flawless just patch but it's encased too so yeah. it's one of the encased hits but literally probably the three best running backs in niners history i would say uh, with the 49 patch that's yeah cool. yeah it was a really nice uh, looking card so i was bidding on that on a side note who is your favorite running back of all time cody uh,
2: it's probably Who's the pretty- best uh the, the best uh i'll probably lean walter payton like as the best
3: like favorite? Favorite or?
2: favorite is Frank Gore, but the best, if you had to... Uh,
3: it's Walter Payton in my book. If you had to say the best of all time, what are you saying, Josh Jacobs? Uh, the best of all times, Bo Jackson. My favorite is Marshall Falk. Ooh, I, oh, yeah, geez. I get down with that. Yeah, maybe the
1: Colts one. Um, best of all time, Adrian Peterson. What?
2: Yeah. Uh, well, guess what? You'll be able to get his autograph.
1: First um, time signer at the, at dude, the National Dude, that, that guy was... Dom- dude, that guy dominated. And Honestly, you guys are saying Walter Payton. How many how many Walter Payton games have you guys watched on TV?
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, I uh, we, we, we all we all he grew up. You guys, and he said it. Not we me. got YouTube. I can watch it. Yeah, I mean, you know, Adrian Peterson. We we all saw what he did. Did year he win a title? Out. Uh, dude, dude, nobody cares about
0: titles. Which actually, I, I can't say that because my guy didn't win a title either. My but my Barry favorite Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders is my favorite. But of my yeah. favorite. Yeah. Steven Jackson. Those bad Rams years. He was the only Whatever, he was the man. That guy carried out. Well, Damian
2: though. Tomlinson's up there for me, too. I was yeah. a big LT fan back in the day.
0: Yeah. I think it would be Barry Sanders for me and then maybe Emmitt Smith second. Yeah. So I think widely regarded, Emmitt Smith would be known as the greatest of all time if you had a vote around the world. If you right? had
1: to vote based on yards, yeah, I guess. Uh, he, <laughs> he, he does have the, the – no one, no
0: one has ran for more yards. He is number one.
2: So he's got that going for him. Does
0: he have the most touchdowns, too? No. No, I don't believe so. Who has the most touchdowns for running backs?
2: I'd have to look that up. But,
1: I mean, there was guys who, like, were, like, Chris Johnson. Oh, he, he had a couple of years that were just ridiculous. Jamal Charles. Jamal Charles. Um,
2: had Jamal Charles on my fantasy team that 2,000-yard oh year. Dude. Woo.
0: There was a game I was playing against him, and I think he had, like, six t- It was against the Raiders. And he was, he was catching. He caught, like, three touchdowns. He ran three touchdowns or something. Was, oh No, I'm sorry. I'm th- why did I think Jamal Charles? I'm thinking – you
2: know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of Jamal Lewis. Oh, yes. Remember when he had 2,000 yards yes, with the Ravens? And then that was it.
0: Yeah. Jamal Charles, Chris Johnson, those were, like, the the catching running back kind of period where it started to kind of transform into what we have today of guys have to catch the ball. I, yeah, I
1: think if you're, if you're a running back, you almost have to be able to catch the ball out of the backfield. Or – your team has to have a specialist. That that's kind of what they
0: do. Yeah. Like that, I would say the only probably modern running back that's a throwback is probably just Derrick Henry. I mean, yeah. uh, beyond that, it's all everybody has like three running backs. One's a short yard. One's a you know. Yeah, the the days of like
1: what we would call like an every down back are non-existent. I mean, even even Henry, like they have like three to four running backs on that team that'll get carries.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so the uh, autograph pavilion. There's a big list. You could just type in NSCC into a um, search engine. What's actually the website of the national?
2: NSCCshow.com. Uh, by the way, here's some. Uh, I'll throw these guys at you. Some notable first timers that'll be there. Which of these guys you would wait in line for? We got Dick Vermil, mm-hmm. Ed Reed, Adrian Peterson. You mentioned him. Brian Bosworth. The first boss. time
0: the boss will be there i swear he's been there before but guess it not. feels
2: it's what i saw first time i went that can't be right the, the boss although uh, he's i feel like he's appeared in movies
0: lately like he's kind of had a second wind as an actor he's definitely signed at other tri-star shows so just yeah. not this one apparently
2: right. uh floyd mayweather has mentioned paul pierce odell beckham we were talking before i can't remember i i, I was just thinking like an active player being there is interesting, but I know, Dan, you were saying he's—he's
1: he's yeah, he won't he won't be ready to play until November. So
2: yeah, but very seldom that you get an, a, a guy who is probably going to play actual games at this event, so
1: that's kind of cool.
2: Yeah, um, Chuck Liddell, uh, UFC, uh, Dan Marino, his first time, wow. and Michael Vick will also be there.
1: Got to go get some isot- isotoner gloves signed by Dan Marino.
2: Absolutely,
1: oh, I know he's going
2: to need some security
3: <laughs> sure. at uh in Atlantic City, who, from some folks, oh, uh, Mike Vick, number seven. <laughs> Never forget.
0: I think Dan Marino would be a cool, a cool autograph uh, meet and greet there. And Joe Montana is going to
3: be there, but not his <clears> first time. Yeah, that would be cool to get Dan. Or do or do they allow you to like, um, if you of course of, of course if you get out of uh, you get something signed, and you got to get back in line for another person. But do they allow? You'd get multiple autographs on the same item.
0: That's what I was thinking. It'd be cool to have a Dan Marino, Joe Montana. (laughs) There's probably some cards that are unsigned of both of them on the same card, right? Yeah, that would be cool. I don't know. I know there's each guy has his own like set of rules. Some people don't sign certain things. Some people don't do inscriptions,
3: you know, I'm sure um, they'll tell you there at the event.
0: Yeah, and I think there is as the event gets closer, prices are posted. And and like I said, I wish I had more advice for people willing to do this, but I've never done it, so I don't have advice to really give you guys. Um, I know if you get the certain levels of the VIP, maybe you have to wait in a shorter line. So if that's something you want to save time in, I, I would um, I would
1: say that get, get be patient and get ready to wait in lines if you're going for the autograph pavilion. Because I mean, we've walked by it and it's usually usually
0: pretty intense yeah it's pretty packed um but yeah i mean you could find out what you can bring like i said certain guys won't accept certain things um i know it was like i can't remember the player there was a, there was a player recently that would refuse to sign like a tagline that he's known for like um god i can't remember I, I i know buckner was signing the under the leg photo and i think he doesn't sign it not uh, that wow. he's there but he was signing those. I think Bill Buckner didn't he pass away?
2: Yeah, Bill Billy Buckner uh, no, yeah. no longer so with us. Right.
0: So, I'm sorry. Yeah, rest in peace. Um, sadly, known for that play when he actually had a really good career. But I think I think for a long time, getting back
1: to your story, yeah, he wouldn't sign that that photo. But I think later on, he ended up signing it with I think it's Mookie Wilson. Mm-hmm. Who who basically ended up getting the hit, and they both there's you could see it. there's photos probably on eBay where both of them have signed it.
0: Oh, you know what it is now? I remembered Randy Johnson will not put the big unit on anything signed. Yeah. Huh. So
2: I thought you were gonna say Randy Johnson won't sign a picture of the bird exploding. He won't do
0: that either. Ah. What? Yeah. He won't sign those photos. Come on, I because they were having a signing somewhere, and it came on my Facebook, and it was like he will not sign the big unit. He will not sign bird photos.
1: What about just a picture of a bird?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. So I've got, let me find that that card. There it is. You telling me you won't sign that? Yeah. Will he sign that?
0: Probably not. Uh, I know that would be a cool piece to have, right? Yeah. Oh, well so we've got uh, i'll have cody take over on this what's going up in a down market because i see a lot of cards that i have no idea yeah that's that's kind of i mean i'll,
2: I'll be honest so yesterday i was like boy I, w- you gotta talk about unfortunately we're, we're in a down market right now that people are throwing around the big r word it could be another recession i had to say real quietly uh but And so I think there's some people, especially if you've invested a lot in sports cards or or cards in the last couple of years, you're thinking, well, everything's gone dipping down a little bit. And it's, you know, wondering, is there anything, anything out there that's going up? Well, I tried to do a little research and found that uh, there is still stuff that is worth investing in. There's still some stuff that or if you're holding on to some stuff that maybe you should take another look because there still is stuff uh, that is going up right now so uh yeah some of the things i found I'll, I'll get it up on the slides here uh the first things that really caught my eye were sort of vintage stuff i think a lot of vintage stuff is still doing relatively well i've got on the slide like a 54 willie may it's just an sgc7 uh but the, the price of it steadily going up and spiking at times um base cards or variations of Big hobby stars, Tom Brady, Ken Griffey Jr., Michael Jordan, but not those, like, rookie cards you would expect that everybody wants. Stuff that's, like, from later in their career or, uh, you know, a, a just a second-year card. That stuff tends to still be doing pretty well. And also, I think I just still have to throw it out there. Wrestling's still doing pretty well, uh, even after some of the dips for WWE Prism. Overall, uh, some singles, wrestling cards, like I have on the on the screen there uh, from our friends over at Card ladder, uh, a gold refractor, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I think I've even said on the show that I think that... Uh, stuff specifically from The Rock, I think, is actually a really good investment just because there are there are probably five celebrities that anyone on the street could name, and one of them is Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and there point.
0: are cards of him out there. I know he play. has a Miami Hurricane card. It's, like, ridiculous, yes. um, which is hard to get. But it's interesting you have this uh, Rock Johnson gold refractor, and the first, I mean, if you look at the card, data, so there's only been three sales uh, in the last three years. Yeah. Uh, but during the height uh, in July of 2021, which is kind of still the, the, the really big boom era, looks like that card sold for under a 1000 but then recently sold for this price, which is crazy. So $5,600, pop four. Um, why the big jump? I don't understand. Uh, I, I just, just think- one of those pieces that you have to have and there's very few of them.
2: Yeah, I think part of it is the just spike in interest too in wrestling cards in
1: general. That looks like that transaction happened right around when Prism, yeah, um, Panini Prism Wrestling, March thirty first. Yeah, so um, people may have been speculating on the boom that we're gonna have with Panini Prism. So go back and get the tops chrome and then capitalize on. I'm that assuming
0: market. that's his. It's his first wrestling card, maybe WWE card that, for that matter. Ooh, 2014. I don't know. I
2: think there's some. I, I there's gotta, gotta think there's or other maybe sets. it's
0: because it's a gold refractor. It's numbered. The other ones might not be numbered. Right.
2: Right.
3: And I Could think, be the first year of Chrome they did for wrestling. Right. True.
2: And I think also the thing to keep in mind here, obviously a lot of these are really low pop, but I think that's another thing to keep in mind. If you're looking at things where, like, this is really low pop, and it's, uh, you know, it, it, whether it's vintage or whatever, like, I think that's always something, you know, it's something I think you guys have preached a ton of times. It's like, look at the pop report, uh, and you, you'll start to see that the things these things start to trend upward uh, even when things are going down a little
0: Well, it's almost like, and, and you know, I don't want to say why people are buying Willie Mays because I think it's wrong, but I know why people are buying Willie Mays. Um, but if you look at the graph on that one, July twelfth again sold for six hundred dollars, and then all of a sudden it sold for three thousand. So it's almost like if you have a card like this, it you could hold out and wait for that person that really wants it. You know, especially if you're you're dealing with low pop. You know, and so so many people uh, are, are using comps to decide. And if somebody would have sold this based on comps. It, they would have sold it for $600, right? Mm-hmm. But they held out. and like, somebody's going to really want this. So now it's sold for $3,100. So is that the new comp now, right? So um, sometimes comps don't even matter when it comes to cards like this. When you're dealing with population of a couple or uh, four in the regards of the, of the rock card, is that you could literally name your price. What do you want to give me? I don't want to sell it. You know, sometimes people get desperate. They need the money. They gotta sell it. But if you don't have to sell it, you can kind of wait for the right price. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I actually I found out,
1: you know, that garbage pale sapphire product that came out. Yeah. It's a two thousand dollar box. We yeah. have it, right? Yeah. Well, I, I was so. I, I was
3: just about to say. Um, I noticed that the trend, like you know, just on social media and stuff. I noticed that anything tops put out that sapphire now. Oh yeah. Is. Just gold. It's yeah. it's literal gold. Well, it I doesn't think, matter yeah. what sapphire, Garbage Pail Kids, <laughs> Star Wars, obviously F ones, extremely hot. Regular baseball sapphires, all usually pretty good as well. But uh, is that going to
0: take over the chrome refractor? Is it going to be like the sapphire ones, the one we want, or is that like?
3: Because I know we had Tiffany in base but we didn't have refractor. I almost want to say it's just like a I almost want to say like it's like a tr- a trend or a a trend. Yeah. Yeah, yep.
0: yeah cuz I think I would rather like if you're like a Lewis Hamilton collector, right? I think I'd rather have the refractor out of the hobby
3: rather than the sapphire base, right? Now now when, with that said, I mean I get it the the, the sapphire cars look damn cool. I they love do. that blue cracked ice, man. It's like mesmerizing to look at. Atomic Oh, yeah. Yeah. As and, some might say. And then we have some uh, some, other, um, so we have some other weird blue cards. Blue Cracked dice, Always oh, nice. Is that
0: a $68,000 Iron Man card? Uh,
2: yeah. So Marvel cards... Uh,
3: Specifically Precious Metal Gems. That's
2: the thing is to keep in mind is the Precious Metal Gems, uh, which are really hard to come by. The pop report is obviously super low. And there's still a lot hanging around that we clearly don't know about that people are holding on to. But those things... It's one where, too, I think it's maybe trends towards Marvel in general. I think Marvel and, and kind of also Star Wars, you guys talked about the Star Wars uh, Sapphire set, that, or the Star Wars set that just came out, that Sapphire set that was pretty in demand. Um just these are massive brands and massively popular things like especially marvel which is kind of as much as i love star wars it pains me to say this it is the dominant pop culture brand and movie brand of the 21st century so far uh so it just i i think that there's still a ton of room to grow for some of this stuff as crazy as these prices are for some of this marvel stuff and i'm don't know where, do you guys know where the Marvel brand stands right now? I think Upper Deck still has a hold of it, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I just think, like, so where, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm not as hip to the Marvel stuff right now, that there, maybe it's all there's more stuff coming down the pipeline, but seeing what these cards go for and seeing how popular Marvel is more than it was in 2013, that's for damn sure. I don't really know why we don't see more of that stuff, I guess. Well, so, it's also here, the
0: iconic PMG, like, of yes, anything. That too. Well, this is what I was going to say. I was just talking to somebody about this with the soccer market. The reason soccer was hot, like, two years ago is because there was, like, three sets a year, right? So you had Prism and you had a couple other sets. Now, in 2022, we have 150 sets a year. So... The allure to the Marvel might be because there's only a few of them. Right. Um, and and, if, they, and if, if the upper deck's like, well, we got the demand. Let's make more. I mean, we have some stuff called Marvel Annual that doesn't sell. Um, you know, and so it's like you kind of want them to not make as much, even though you do want to have more. It's like a catch-22. You know, You don't you don't want to have more because you want the value to stay around for the ones that they did make. But, like, the soccer market right now is there's still great cards out there and there's still rookies performing but there's just so many releases coming out i mean we have like a soccer product coming out every year between the tops and panini then you got the you know the world cup around the corner and you got obsidian there's chronicles there's chrome women there's chrome champions league and there, you know there's there's mls it's like so many different soccer sets it's like these these collectors don't know where to go and they sit sets out and they wait for some of the ones they really want and i think that the market on soccer i know it's international market we always preach about that but like i don't think there's many collectors as there is baseball football especially in the states so Interesting. On a side note, that Star Wars card for forty five hundred dollars uh, is that the seventy seven Star Wars yeah, card you from want
2: the, from the seventy seven? No, it's yeah. not the one you would want. You would probably want the Luke Skywalker. Uh, obviously, there is the infamous C three PO card from the series two uh, that a lot of people would want. Uh, but I think it's it's telling. Yeah, that that card, which is, which is what that would be the Darth Vader uh, card. That uh, what is it? The the villainous Darth Vader card. Um, just anything from that set is is pretty in demand and it is kind of starting to turn i think into like how anything vintage doesn't matter what it's graded you're gonna want it in your collection and i think that 77 star wars set and i think a lot of early star wars sets i think has the potential to kind of turn into that for people who
0: do do, who you know and i think there's still a crossover with a lot of sports fans and with star wars fans too well i was just going to mention that before we we close out the show here do we think some of these guys that jumped in in the boom, like in the Mosaic era, and they started buying all these cars, watching them go down? Do you think some of these have transitioned into like Marvel and Star Wars? No, I think those guys are out. You think those guys are just gone? Yeah, because it's almost like, you know, like F one. Nobody really like, and then everybody jumped into F one because like nobody was in it, and then everybody was in it. Yeah. And F one still
2: also is one of those that's still maintaining a lot still of still maintaining. Yeah.
3: Among- yeah, no, I think true. I think those group of guys who see like who are like oh this is where the potential is they are moving like this this is like this is the same group that f1 group that definitely is starting to probably pump some star wars that's what i'm saying it's like it's like that new it's like when you discover a band for
0: the first time like oh i I saw this band that local and they're like not very big and i'm gonna buy their cd and i found them and then it's like then once everybody else listens to them it's like I don't really like them as much anymore. <laughs> yeah. You know what I me mean? So then you the find next, a new band. Know, next, so it's like... next big band, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's you like mean when are... they become Nickelback? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the, <laughs> they, the Mosaic became Nickelback. Now people are like, oh, how about Fleer? How about Marvel? How about, you know, F1 Chrome? You know, it's like...
3: I, I have a feeling that that's what's happening. Well,
0: well, everybody wants to be first to a trend, and it's
1: also financial financially beneficial to be first to the trend. Exactly. So... Yeah. And it, so... There's people who are always, like Connor was saying, they're, like, going through and just figuring out, like, where they're going to be able to get
0: ahead of the curve. Yes. Mm -hmm. And influence all their friends and people around them, right? So. Alright, well that pretty much does it for the show, guys Once again, use that code BELL B-E-L-L for 15% off on MojoBreak.com Flash sale, so use it now And uh, we got next week's show We're going to be ramping up for the Nationals So we'll have some news on how to get in promos How to join our free stuff What we got going on There'll probably be more news coming out of Panini's camp Tops' camp on What's going down at the show I know the guys pre- uh, previewed uh, the NFT party um, There's going to be another party, I think, on Saturday with Panini So hopefully we have some news in that in the next coming weeks Uh, so make sure you guys follow us at mojobreak underscore com on twitter and instagram and subscribe here on youtube all right guys peace